0: Hello and welcome back for a candy post sugar high episode of Give Me Five. I uh, I certainly I went out and bought a Snickers this year. Gary, did you did you get any candy this year?
1: Yeah. So my my grandparents always go all out for the kids uh, in, in the neighborhood, but we don't live in a neighborhood where a lot of kids come. So I ate a lot of little mini Reese's peanut butter cups and a lot of Butterfingers, and I feel terrible.
0: Yeah, I feel absolutely horrific. You know, uh, life hack there. Make sure that you f- put in the freezer the Reese's Pieces. Totally Ooh. changes the game. Or not the Reese's Pieces, excuse me, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yeah. Totally changes the game.
1: And the Reese's Pieces.
0: Why not? Uh, that sounds like a good way to go to the dentist the next yeah. <laughs> i I would actually actively advise against that. <laughs> Well, for everybody listening, this is Give Me Five, the the episode of the show where I got five questions for Gary. He's got five questions for me. We don't know what they are, but we will answer them. Honestly. And the key, this, this one, oh. this episode, Gary, I'm going to have to stress it, honestly, all right? Oh, all right? This God. is this is some serious <laughs> foreshadowing, all right? We're about to merman this in the background, all right? <laughs> Call back to last episode of, of uh, Chopped Greens. All right, Gary, you go first. I want you to start this out and just, you know... Plod your way to this horror-filled, uh, scary gimme-five.
1: Awesome. Well, uh, one of my favorite parts of Cabin in the Woods is when Marty starts to realize that everything is a conspiracy. And I want to hear from you uh, on the lines of conspiracy theories. What are some conspiracy theories that you believe or maybe uh, you think might might have some, some weight to them?
0: Yeah, conspiracy theories, I'm not... Um, uh, I guess... I don't know. I'm, I'm probably too practical for this, but I think... Mm-hmm. There are two. I think that one Area 51 is is like I don't believe in Area 51 being like where they house aliens, but I think that it's a conspiracy theory that uh, it is actually just like the focal point where everybody like where the government wants you to be distracted by, and then there's somewhere else. There's Area 49 that they're just going to town and wake up, and, sheeple, Wake up. Wake up. Uh, <laughs> That was good. That was good. Um, and then the other one, if we're going more pop culture, you know, if you happen to remember a while back when uh, Miss Foam Finger herself, Miley Cyrus, was going through a quote-unquote meltdown, <laughs> I, uh, I, when that was all happening, I completely thought, and I, I think it's been somewhat validated, but I, I did not think that she was going through an, 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 a true meltdown. I thought it was just it was funny that she happened to be going through this during uh an album release a very successful album release one that was like changing of her brand and um ever since it always seems to coincide with something that something that miley cyrus is popping up in the news for one thing or another i i find her to be as crazy as a fox and um that's a i i I, that's a conspiracy of of sorts I am um, not
1: that's the, that's the first time I've heard that one, man. I, I, I love that.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, Gary, in honor of our last Halloween related podcast here. I have a game. Rotten Tomatoes has a list of their 100 best 2010s horror movies. And I'm going to give you two movies head-to-head. I want you to tell me which film scored better with the critics. The critics mm. here, Gary. And keep in mind that these are the best of the best, so many of them will be very close, slight percentage points being the difference here. All right? You ready? You
1: know I love me some critics, man. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. You're very critical of the critics. Uh, an old favorite of the podcast here, Annabelle Creation, or It Chapter 2. Ooh. Which which was higher? Which scored higher here?
1: Uh we saw Annabelle creation I, I i remember now man
0: um uh, it, 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 you tried to block it from your mind yeah. but i just i just neither, dug it right up from the grave
1: neither are are very good at all um uh, the first it's excellent but it chapter 2 is just okay um but i i think that it chapter 2 probably scored better than Annabelle creation
0: all right, you're on the board. First one wrong, Gary. Oh, uh, my God, really? Annabelle wins 71% to 71? 63% for it Chapter 2.
1: Annabelle Creation did 71, man. I know, it did not no deserve
0: way. that rating. But, no. hey, the critics, they're always right. Next one, Happy <laughs> Death Day to You, the sequel to Happy Death Day, or Mom and Dad. Which I am all for watching next year. I am next year. I will be the first on that choo-choo train. We are we are going on to town on that Mom movie. Anyways,
1: and Dad, I haven't heard of it, and
0: so you haven't maybe... heard. It's the Nicolas Cage one.
1: No, oh, it's Nicolas Cage. Oh, Happy Death
0: Day to you. Scored better. All right, Happy Death Day to you. Rates at seventy-one percent. Mom and Dad wins at seventy-five percent. Gary, what? you are off to what? a spooky bad start.
1: Nick Cage made a movie that people didn't hate in the last 10 years?
0: People, I've heard a lot about it. I've heard good things about it. I haven't actually heard any content wow. about it, but I've heard it's it's quite good in a bad way. And okay. Nicolas Cage goes all out and again in a good way. As he all should. right. Next one. Next one. This could be you need to get a right one here or else you are guaranteed a, a bad week here, Gary. Next one. The movie Crawl or you're next.
1: I just watched Crawl. Uh, like Ooh. three nights ago actually I loved it I love me a creature feature and I'm actually terrified of, of alligators like weirdly terrified um, hmm. and I've seen your next and it's also really good I think your next is better but if I were to guess I would probably say crawl I actually scored better
0: You are finally correct, Gary. Crawl wins with a score here of 83%. Your next rating measures at a respectable 78%, so not too, too far behind.
1: Your next is is better. I would recommend them both.
0: All right, we are moving up the list here. The Conjuring 2. Mm. The Conjuring 2 or Overlord. Which one took top place between the two?
1: I really liked The Conjuring 2. I haven't seen Overlord, and I don't know much about it. Um... Gonna go with my gut, and uh, actually, no, I'm gonna go against my gut here and say <laughs> Overlord.
0: Uh, you know, appropriately, The Conjuring Two comes in second with a score of eighty percent. Overlord narrowly beats it, eighty-one percent.
1: Okay. Gary,
0: this is a deciding, deciding too, game. We're going to a game, the game seven of of uh, Chopped Greens here.
1: Nineties um, NBA, man. This is this is our game five. Here we go. Here
0: we go, uh, game five for all the marbles. Finally, my personal favorite on this list. Train to Busan, Ooh. or the subject of the podcast prior to this, The Cabin in the Woods. Wow, both probably scored really, really they, well. I will let you know, they are both in the 90 percent. In percentile.
1: the 90s. Yeah, I, know, I was looking up Cabin before the last podcast, probably sits around like 92 or something. Train to Busan, Um, I love that movie. Um, I'm going to go with Train to Busan.
0: Cabin in the Woods, you are absolutely correct, 92%. Train to Busan rolls in with an impressive ninety-four percent. Gary, you hey! went three straight to get yourself a winning question. Congratulations! This is
1: my first since we restarted the podcast. I think it's I been a while. Won. It's been a
0: dry spell for you, buddy. But hey, we, yeah. we finally got got back. Speaking of back, back to you,
1: man. So um. As of the recording of the last podcast, Sean Connery um, unfortunately passed away at a great age of, of 90. I mean, he lived a great life. Uh, he's a, li- a living, wow, he's he's a legend. He was a living legend, <laughs> and he's still yeah. going to live on, um, you know, Hail especially well in met. the, yeah, right, and in and, and the Bond movies. So I, this one's kind of a two-parter. So first off, who's your favorite Bond?
0: <sighs> who's my favorite Bond? I I know it's, it's so bad, but I just, I grew up with Pierce Brosnan. It's not I, terrible.
1: Pierce is good.
0: Pierce is is charismatic. He's like the complete like. He's he his bond would not <laughs> would not exist anymore. He, his bond will never exist going forward. Yeah. Uh, again, but it for what it is for the time that it was, it was completely just man candy of like yeah okay this guy just literally looks at you and you melt like an ice cream cone. Okay, let's let's go. So Amen. I would say Pierce Brosnan.
1: Nice. And then my my second part, so he died in the Bahamas, which is probably a great place to die. So, if you could pick a, a location to, you know, live your final moments in and pass away, where would that be?
0: God, you know, I've thought about this so much and if you'd have asked me like 4 years ago, hometown buffet would have just been my personal <laughs> like my <laughs> personal just bury me in a in a metal oh, casserole c- dish and all country fried steak, man. Oh my god, I just you could just pump me full of that macaroni and cheese and just, just, you know, lower me down into the hot boiling water and cook me at a, at a gross 180 degrees boiling Celsius. Whatever. Um, is, this, but, is this
1: a, a real offer?
0: <laughs> I, you know, I, but I, I've given up dairy since then. So I think where I would want to be buried, I think has to be, you know, I, I want to be, uh, first of all, I want to be cremated. I, okay. I absolutely a personal thing is that I just I do not enjoy whatsoever funerals who does but either way I like it really it literally creeps me out and emotionally just like I get chills and goosebumps it like really yeah. just does not sit well with me so I would want to be cremated so that way nobody has to be in that aura of that and uh, I'd probably want it to be spread out in the the hills of Ireland even though I'm hills Mexican not. but I, when I love the w- the air. When
1: when you die though, where would you want to be in your final moments? Like like when the life oh, leaves your body? Yeah.
0: I see. I see what you're saying.
1: Hills of Ireland could be a good too. I mean, that'd be a great place to yeah. actually die.
0: To actually die, I think, I think it would be nice to just be like sitting on a hill, you know, mm-hmm. like on the grassy knoll, with no ants biting me for some reason, yep. and then yep. uh, just like looking out on a sunset, and then just, just and you know, fade back. And I just bend over, and I'm dead. Yeah. Is this,
1: nice. is this all in Ireland? Ireland. Oh, it's yeah. all in Ireland, eh? Oh, that's Ireland. Great. Absolutely.
0: I was in California last week, Gary, <laughs> and I found myself having a bout of insomnia. Oh, is I'm,
1: that right? I, oh, you've you got to take
0: some melatonin, laddie, so you can I, go back to sleep, eh? I should have thought about that, that uh, <laughs> I was about to curse because there's <laughs> my Irish. And, but anyways, I'm, I'm stopping this. I was having a bout of insomnia, and I was in a new environment. And I hadn't packed all of my usual sleeping items, and so I was finding it uh, extremely hard to fall asleep. However, I remembered something vital, and so I went to my phone, went to my music library, and pulled up The Danish Girl, the 2015 film hosting Eddie Redmayne's Academy Award winning performance. And I put put on that album (laughs) and went straight to sleep right away for a couple of nights. Gary, is there an unusual technique, item, beverage that helps you get to sleep, or are you blessed with good sleeping habits and aren't relying on such frivolous techniques?
1: Dude, I am not blessed with good sleeping habits at all. I've dealt with insomnia for a long time, and I actually, uh, from my doctor... Guys, talk to your doctor about insomnia, because I was just prescribed a great medication that literally knocks me out, which is awesome. Um, but before that, man... Uh, I, I used to try to drink wine before bed because it would make me sleepy, but that's... You really should not drink to make yourself go to sleep. Hey, and you then know, you're sleeping
0: booze. Now, yeah, exa- everybody's <laughs> got some sleeping booze. Right, yeah.
1: some, some nice warm red wine, but then you, you, whenever you sober up, you wake up at like one in the morning, you're like, oh, this sucks. Um, <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, I, I couldn't do music. I can't do sounds. It's got to be dark, and I know it sounds kind of boring, but like like reading would help me wind down a little bit.
0: All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Fair, fair enough, Gary. Your turn.
1: Yeah, so... I sent you a list of all of the monsters that are on the you whiteboard did. in Cabin in the Woods. There's a lot. And there's there's actually... A, I found a list of all of the monsters in the actual elevators. And then apparently there's a book that has hundreds of monsters. So I'm not going to list them all. But I'm going to rapid fire them. Alien Beasts, Molesting Tree, The Bride, Clowns, Deadites, Demons, Dismembering Goblins, Doctors, Dolls, Dragon Bat, um, Giant Snake, lord, Huron, jack o Kevin... Merman, Mummy, Mutants, Reanimated, Reptilious, Sasquatch, Wendigo, Yeti, Scarecrow Folk, Sexy Witches, The Snowman, Sugar Plum Flurry, Twins, Unicorn, Vampires, Werewolf, Witches, Wraiths, Zombie Redneck, Torture Family, and Zombies. Hope you guys caught all that. But if you were stuck in this situation and you could pick your poison, they said, hey, you're going to die. You're going to be sacrificed, but you get to pick the method. Who's going to kill you? Who would you pick off that list?
0: Okay, this is this is completely this is easy. So there's it's a two parter. Who w- who would I have like naturally picked if I was in the situation? I would have been Chris Hemsworth messing with that thing because I love toys. I love like figuring out little puzzles. So I would have been that. Yeah. I would have been involved with that little toy ball that we see that literally helps that her figure it out. That oh, they made us pick whatever. Don't and touch a cryptex, man! It'll kill yeah, you. Yeah. If that, I I was gonna ask you whatever the heck that was. So I, that's what I would naturally pick. But if I if I was given the list beforehand, there's it's such an easy list to find out who you want, and it's the giant. Now now I, look. That's good. It, I, I, again, a giant is scary. Let, let's not go against that. But when we're going against alien beast, a molesting tree, a dragon bat, and a and a a, a, a sasquatch and scarecrow folk, all these are like you know fantastical creatures. A giant is just a giant like it's just, like that's all it possesses just that It's just probably die big.
1: pretty fast
0: yeah i mean just yeah. either trip it or or you know just get a couple bullets maybe like start a fire. i mean that's really not it's just a bigger version of you it's just still a person like there's nothing yeah. special about a giant other than they're big so this is this has got to be the the easiest list of where if you could figure out how to summon any one of them the giant i mean if you choose the mummy, you're dead. I mean, if you choose mutants, every other person on this list, Snowman, I'm even like, Ew. yeah, you know. But but everybody else, everybody else is 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 horrible. Giant number one, easy, easy eight seed.
1: I found out who uh, who Kevin is. Can I tell you who Kevin is? Who's Kevin? So Kevin is is on the board in the movie, and Kevin is apparently a man in plain clothes who. You let him into the house, and he just kills you with a knife. I mean, it, old school, straight up, Kevin. I mean, just plain close, Kevin, with a knife. I think I would, I would like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's respectable. You know, you, yeah. d- you at least, you at least just, you know, can see your death coming.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Um, as I mentioned, I have just returned from California, and I was moving some things from storage to where I currently reside, and it made me realize something, Gary. I never want to move again. Which is to say, yeah. I don't want to pack and i most certainly don't want to move boxes beds and baubles of all varieties anymore in my life i'm fine with going and living in more locations and i'm even fine unpacking everything but as per packing and putting everything into moving trucks vans and stuff i'm done i'm done gary what is something in life that you are done with
1: something in life that i'm done with i used to smoke and I have been bad. I have kind of hopped on and off the wagon since I said I'm going to quit. I've been I mean, you know, if, if I you know drink, I definitely have the urge to. And every once in a while I do uh, break. But I've been good about it. But truly, I mean, I used to smoke like a chimney. And I do not want to fall into that trap ever again because it's awful and I will die. And I have people who I love. Don't smoke, kids
0: don't smoke don't smoke that's a good one gary that's good that's good for the for the kids for the but
1: there is nothing quite like having a beer and a nice little smoke but it's it's bad for you (laughs) but but it's
0: bad it's 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 the best (laughs) thing since sliced bread but god it's it's so bad it's you'll die you'll die and and lose your jaw all right your turn gary
1: well this one's simple and i love asking this and i feel like you you'll have a a good one i mean what is your all-time best halloween costume
0: what is my all see okay, so here's my thing is that yeah. if somebody else were to doctor me up and put me in a costume and like have it that that would be probably my favorite costume because I just I myself am not good at that creativity. I don't have the money to spend on it all that all that stuff as much yeah. as I actually like would love to be like fully dolled up in whatever it is I just I don't have that in me um if it were ever available to me in the future, I wouldn't shy away from dressing up. Um, yeah, but just as it currently stands. so I don't So what I excelled in in my prime was witty costumes, but also generic costumes. So my favorite was I went to Goodwill, I bought this little purple blanket, wrapped it around myself, uh, had my sister put some makeup paint on my nose, you know, put a little black on the ridges of my nose, and uh, I walked around with a pink hat and a blanket wrapped around me, and I was a pig in a blanket.
1: Oh man, minimalist, and see that's that's nice at a party because people will ask you, and Absolutely. then yeah, oh that's nice. I like that.
0: That's uh, so that's thus far my favorite. It's simple. It's yeah. it's whatever. I, it's whatever I can do. It's witty. It's funny. Whatever.
1: Once again, we, we, we keep up the streak of uh, Philip's sister being talked about on the podcast. Absolutely. We're gonna have to have her on here, man.
0: I, I yeah, you know, one time I'll have to have her on for Gimme Five, and maybe she'll like. Maybe she'll hold a contest between us or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'll I'll think of something. All right, Gary, November third. This is that you. This is your last question. Was your favorite one? This is my favorite question. All right, here we go. So this is super serious, super duper serious, Gary. And this is what everybody's gonna be talking about for years to come. Gary, November third is coming up, so you know what that means. It's the NFL trade deadline. So, in honor of the deadline being the third, I have three various trades for you, and I want you to let me know if you would accept any of these. Here we go.
1: Are these these NFL trades?
0: No, 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 my friend. No, my friend. You'll you'll find out. Here we go. Trust me on this. Trade number one. Gary trades in all of his hair. All of it. Shaved. Man bun. I'm talking calf hair, nose hair, eyebrows, all of it. In return, you get an unlimited personal supply of alcohol not to be sold, but to be consumed, until you grow back enough hair that you are capable of putting your hair into a ponytail again. Gary, do you send that trade to the commissioner?
1: Okay, so basically I have alopecia, and I get unlimited alcohol until my hair
0: gets back to the length it is now. But I'm talking every, like, you You just you go in okay. and... You go into like a bath of Germex, and then you just come out, and it all just falls off from you.
1: Wow, this that that's a tough one, man.
0: I uh, my hair is like my
1: pride and joy. I've grown it out for years, Uh um, I don't know how. It, I'm gonna keep the hair, man. I'm gonna keep the hair. I I I can st- I love beer, I love wine, but I think I I could wait.
0: All right, I mean, it can be. Yeah. It can even be the expensive stuff, my friend. The champagne, the you know the. The uh, nice man, I bottles just, of wine?
1: I just like a, a good beer, man. But All right. oh, wow, that, that is hard, though. You're breaking my heart here.
0: Trade number two, Gary trades that any team Gary roots for will ever win a championship in his lifetime. Ooh. So you, any team that you're just like, yeah, I kind of like them. They're They're already awful. They're already going to just automatically just trade away everybody. In return, Gary gets a completely trained animal of Gary's choosing. Must be a real animal. No unicorns here. That is completely obedient of your every command. Do you accept that trade, Gary?
1: Well, I think that one of your favorite teams winning a professional sports championship is like one of the greatest experiences you can have. Um, can't say that I'm that hopeful about my sons, but I, you know, it's doable. But I mean, I love monkeys. If I could have like, like a gorilla best friend who could like cuddle me and like we could go play together. I, th- I think I would I would go with the animal because I love I, I would definitely have some type of primate for sure.
0: Yeah, you know, you you have an animal that is obedient to every command, and your first command is cuddle. That's that's the most Gary answer I've ever heard. Well, in my
1: I'm life. I'm a I, I'm a tall guy. My I mean, my girlfriend loves it when I hold her. I'm like I'm taller than most people. No one's gonna wrap me up, but a gorilla. He- I would love the gorilla hug. Yeah, that's a, that's
0: that's pretty that's pretty all encompassing. Oh, yeah. All right, so we got we're one and one. Here's the here's the deciding one, and we're ramping up here. Trade number three, Gary trades, Gary Boucher trades. Shelly Boucher, friend of the podcast, an MVM, Most Valuable Mom Indeed. And in return, Gary, you get Queen Elizabeth II as your mom, and you retain your status as the oldest son, which means you are next in line for the English throne, Gary.
1: Oh my gosh, so if, if I trade my mom, I can basically be king. Wow, this is some Shakespearean stuff right here. Um, but without my mom and it's public I, am, I mean
0: Shelly will know that you traded her
1: she's already a queen of my heart and mm. I don't know if I, I truly I don't think I would really want to be king that would be too much pressure and I love my mom and I can't forsake her I mean half my personality is, is I'm probably like three or four actually is, is from her so I have to keep Shelly. but that's a very enticing offer but I wouldn't tr- I wouldn't you know be a monarch and get rid of Shelly she she is my pride and joy. I love that
0: you call her Shelley and not just mom. <laughs> 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 All right, she- Shelley. I was wondering how this was gonna go. I uh, I I could tell that uh, when I asked Gary before the show, you're 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 uh, Shelley's oldest son, right? And and he texted back hesitantly. Yes, yes. I think so. And so it was. Uh, it was. It was. Um, it's been. It's been a, a good experience all throughout. All right, your maybe, turn,
1: here. Uh, Maybe if, if my mom was deaf and she couldn't listen to podcasts, I'd say something different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know,
0: I mean, there's, we're just putting it out there, just sliding that little appetizer across yeah. the floor. All right, your turn, here.
1: So this one, is, it's a little game, um, and it's about scandals because I think Ooh. that Cabin in the Woods is a it's sort of a conspiracy scandal. Absolutely. And I ha- have two lists of three scandals. And I, I'm going to give you a little bit of, of, of a description and you're going to tell me which one of the three is a scandal that I made up and which oh. and the other two are real scandals that actually happened. All right. So group number one, um, Morning Glory Funeral Home Scandal in Jacksonville, Florida, 1988. Uh, the funeral home owner did not dispose of bodies properly. Uh, investigators found bodies stacked in the funeral home attic without preservation Or refrigeration just bodies in the attic that's disgusting scandal number two the American quiz show scandal in the 1950s contestants of several popular television quiz shows were secretly given assistance by producers to prearrange the outcome of the game shows and number three the 2007 uh, Rhode Island Murray High School basketball scandal where four starters on a state championship basketball team were between the ages of 19 and 23
0: Hmm. I mean that that scandal usually comes up every once in a while, and weirdly enough, oddly enough, in Little League. So I think that that's true. I, you know what? I even, I even think American quiz shows is true. I'm gonna go with the retirement home. That that just sounds like a a horror-induced Gary thought project.
1: The Gary Thought Project is the basketball one. I made ah. up the basketball yeah the the other two okay. are real scandals, yeah, funeral home where the, where the dude just stacked the bodies in the attic that happened. I knew that you would get a kick out of the high school basketball player uh, one yeah no it uh it sounded it sounded it sounded completely believable, yeah, all right, number two, uh the next group. The 1964 Boston Zoo scandal, where it was revealed that all six zebras in the Boston Zoo were actually pon- ponies painted with <laughs> black and white stripes. Even worse, there there were real zebras at the zoo, but uh, an employee's negligence caused them all to die of dehydration. So the zoo did a, a pull the fast one and replaced them with ponies who were painted. Uh, scandal number two is called One MDB. It was a fund set up by the Malaysian government a few years ago that was supposed to promote foreign investment and partnerships, but instead, the person put in charge of the fund used it to pay off politicians, his credit cards, fund the lavish shopping habits of his wife, uh, among other things like buying a Picasso for Leonardo DiCaprio and throwing birthday parties for celebrities and generally wasting it. And then scandal number three, um, the Teapot Dome scandal, where... President Warren G. Harding, Secretary of the Interior, accepted hundreds of thousands of dollars, which is like tens of millions in today's money, in liberty right. bonds in exchange for leasing all of Wyoming's oil reserves to a private company, which ruined the uh, presidential administration. And this guy was the first person in the presidential cabinet to go to jail because of a scandal. Which mm. of those three scandals is fake?
0: What was the, the the third one was called the what dome the the teapot dome scandal. Yeah, that's that's a Gary made up phrase right there. You just wanted to say teapot dome, and that, we're going wrong on that one. You locking that in? Um, we're locked. We are te- locked in. Teapot dome is 100 percent real. Oh. The
1: real thing that happened. The fake. Warren, event. Warren. I know, right? Come on, man. Get get your house in order here. Um, the Boston Zoo scandal I made up. Ponies painted as as zebras did not happen though. I would love it if it did. Um. The, the second one is actually really interesting. The Malaysian fund it actually funded the movie uh, *The Wolf of Wall Street*. The guy oh. funded it, though. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, teapot dome really happened. But uh, yep, no ponies painted at the Boston Zoo. I don't even I know guess- if Boston has a zoo. I think that uh, people would be too angry over there.
0: Yeah. No. It's certainly it's certainly possible that uh, that they, you know, I. I I think I've heard of one. I guess I should have sniffed out that there were multiple horses and zebras. That that should have been the key. Yeah. All right, you got one more?
1: No, that's it, man. Those that are all the scandals.
0: All right. Um, my last question, Gary. Last week we talked about milk and dairy, Gary, so it's only appropriate I sneak in a cheese-powered question this week. Mm-hmm. A new report out of the Wall Street Journal reports that cheese prices have gone through wild up-and-down spikes recently and may soon crash entirely. This almost entirely is due to the impact of COVID-19 and the following restrictions that have been placed nationally on restaurants that have been forced to shift from ordering cheeses a year in advance to -to month-to-month ordering if they order at all. Gary, with the cheese almost being forced to freeze, what single food item would you be most sad to see wiped out?
1: Man, so first of all, I love cheese um, probably Mm. uh, as a detriment to my own health because my stomach is very sensitive. Um, But I became vegetarian earlier this year, but burgers are still my my all-time favorite food But you know right now we have a lot of access to like impossible meat and and beyond meat. most places that I go I can still get you know a burger that's just fake meat But if they took away beyond meat and impossible meat, I don't know if I could stay vegetarian. I I love and they've done a really great job, especially with, with Impossible Meat. It really, really, they, they nailed the taste of beef with Impossible Meat. And uh, I would be devastated if fake beef was not a thing.
0: All right. Bro tip I've heard that Fat Burger has the best. Uh,
1: Fat Burger does have going well. Yeah. yeah. So does uh, Red Robin. They have, yeah, mm. if you have a choice between Beyond and Impossible, do the Impossible. Impossible's way better. But yeah.
0: Impossible's always what you that's,
1: should reach for. That's right.
0: All right. Well, that's all for me. I just and I uh, assume that's all for you, Gary. So that is it. That means that that is the end of Give Me Five and the end of this episode. Thank you so much to everybody for listening out there. Uh, we will come. Forward to the next episode on uh, off the air and see what we wanna what we wanna. We are no longer resided to just horror. It, mm-hmm. it, we get the world is our oyster, Gary.
1: Soon enough, we're gonna be in Christmas movie season, which I think is <laughs> gonna be interesting. But yeah, we we uh, we we're, we're an open book now. No more scary Halloween movies.
0: Absolutely, and and we never even had a, had to make that decision about uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. We didn't That's have right. to. We didn't have to. Now, the next uh, controversy that we'll have to uh, discover is Die Hard. But that's for another day. That's for another day. Um, All right. Thank you so much, everybody out there, for listening. For Gary Boucher. I'm Philip Amrine. Thank you so much for listening. Continue to listen and continue to subscribe and listen to all of our upcoming episodes. Thank you so much. And bye. Alfita Wiedersehen.